0: Good morning, DJ and PK. It's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Welcome in on a Monday morning. What a weekend of sports. What a weekend of college football, playoff, baseball. The Red Sox, 13 innings, walking it off, Bedlam at Fenway Park. they got two chances now to win one game and eliminate the Rays. Wild card could advance; it could happen. Uh, NFL: lots of storylines. Taysom Hill concussion knocked out of the game. Although the uh, Saints win again, the Cardinals are five and zero after winning with a lot of offense. They win with a lot of defense. Now they got to go against a rookie quarterback, and the Niners are not exactly an offensive uh, juggernaut. Uh, but nonetheless, Arizona's five and zero, win in different ways. You gotta you gotta appreciate that. And college football, what a wild day! Starts with the Oklahoma-Texas shootout, the huge comeback. Spencer Rattler gets benched. Do you really want to get in too deep name, image, and likeness in college when a quarterback as accomplished as Rattler can get pulled from a game? And apparently, maybe, we'll see how it plays out, but lose his job? Incredible. And Alabama going down. That was, in prime time, I think uh, 49 states and the quarter to third of Alabama that roots for Auburn all want to see that happen, and they get it. Bama suffers a rare loss. Great win for A&M. So, let's start with our local uh, teams. We've got the Utes and the Cougars coming up. We're going to start with the Jazz. The Jazz home for uh, an exhibition game tonight and again on Wednesday. And then they get ready for the regular season opener. Let's start with Donovan Mitchell with the media. Donovan,
1: this is totally out of the blue, but going into your fifth year, how are you feeling about Utah?
0: I'm
2: excited. I being mean, about the I'm like the state. Oh.
1: Like living here, playing here and,
2: you know, for for someone like myself who, you know, grows up and you picture last second shot, you picture winning series, you picture going people and people wearing a jersey like, you know, this is this incredible. You know, it's one of those things that, you know, every time I see someone with my jersey or my shoes, it's just a reminder that how blessed and how fortunate I am to have this skill that I've been given, but also have a fan base that supports you and cheers for you because, you know, it's not the case, you know, everywhere. And, you know, there's only 450 of us who do what we do, but particularly for myself, you know, they've been receptive for me since I got here. And, you know, I'm, I'm deeply appreciative of the, the reception that the the state has given me. Like even, for instance, you go to the BYU game and, you know, it's it's, it's incredible. So I'm, I'm, I'm very thankful and, and very blessed um, for sure. You talk
3: about imagining people, you know, and
1: taking a
2: last-minute shot, Have you, like, what it would be like to win the finals? Yes, uh, a bunch of times, <laughs> uh, to be honest. I think, um, you know, the fact that it's not just the finals but it would be the first one in history, I think, is um, is something that, you know, I think is is it's just one of those things that just brings a smile to your face. Um, Believe me, everybody, when I see people, they let me know that they can't wait for the first time to happen. So uh, we're excited. And as a group, myself, I'm excited. But the biggest thing, you got to keep putting the work in. I think it motivates me uh, and us for sure. Uh, I think it's just one of those things that, like you said, you grew up wanting that experience in, in general, but let alone with a franchise that hasn't hasn't won one, it makes it that much more special. So that's that's the goal. That's always been the goal since I got here. Um, that's why we play this game. And you know, we won't stop till we, till we win one
1: talk about how you know it'd be special to you know to Little and bring it here, but is there any extra pressure knowing that it is the first one here to stay that star for it?
2: Um I wouldn't say there's pressure. I think there's just I, I, I wouldn't say that's pressure. I think it's it adds to your work ethic. I think it adds to your to my excitement when I get up to when I when I play because you're playing for something that's never been done, you know. And I think there's always the saying, "Impossible is nothing," or the word uh, "impossible" itself says "I'm possible." You know, that's kind of how I live a bunch of a bunch of things, you know, within my life. And I think that's just this is just another thing on that on that list. Granted, it's it's a it's a pretty big accomplishment I think for me that that's the goal, and I think that's the goal for us as a team. You know, wanting to do, to we go out there and do something that's never been done, and you know, it's not going to be easy. You know, it's not going to be uh we're not gonna be able to just get there, you know, just coasting through we gotta continue to put the work in and I think it really adds to our motivation and our our work ethic as a group. I don't
1: know if you talked to Rudy let's
4: uh, so say Rudy Gay we mm-hmm. saw him before, you know, the cumulative free agency I've talked to Eric a lot.
1: You know, Mike pre signed. Is there the talk, you know, if you did speak with them, was there a little bit of hey, we're building something special here, come here to win the title mm-hmm. and also be a part of something special and bring in the first one here. Is that right. brought up with the free X right
2: Yeah, I, I think okay. so. I think um, that's that's you know that's why Rudy came here. That's why Hassan came here. You come to a team that has a, a chance, you know, uh, to go out there and win. We see what we did last year, and you know, I always say it's easy to say if you know if we weren't healthy, if we were healthy, but you know, it's, we we feel like we had a pretty good shot, and this year we feel the same way. And we add pieces like Rudy Gay, Eric Hassan, uh, Jared, who's who's been great. I think that's that's something that we just that's something that we need to do as a team to take a step. And I think we did that as far as on paper. So now it's on us to go out there and, and do it on the floor. GCN yesterday we talking about
0: how practices have been, have felt like, especially kind of physical mm-hmm. recently.
2: That's something that you've noticed and then, so kind of, what's the, uh, what's the interest Yeah, um, I think we got a bunch of <laughs> lot of talkers this year. <laughs> um, I think, you know, for me personally, Eric brings that side out of me more than anybody. I think Eric brings it himself. And then you got Joe who always does his talking, but a little more this year. Uh, Hassan, uh, Rudy Gay, is talking from the side. So you got a bunch of guys that talk. You know, Royce is talking. Like we got a bunch, I think that the competitive juice, the competitive energy, brings that. But then also, uh, like we just talked about, you know, the championship aspirations. You know, I think that's what brings into as well. Everybody's lo- raising their level to be what we want to to get where we want to get to. Um, I think that's that's where a lot of it comes from. Wherever it's a lot of it stems from. And then on top of that, us being the competitors that we are, um, you add that, and that's where you get those those practices that have really been the most. Physical and, like, most intense since I've, I've really been here. You know, I, I might be missing a few practices, but those have been really good, you know, and I mean that in a good way, I mean that in a bad way. I think it's been really intense, and I think for us, you know, it's one thing to do it. You know in october whatever today is but you know it's being able to do that throughout the course of the year when we're exhausted when we've played three and four when you get to the dog days of january february you get to march and you're playing for that spot and even in the playoffs you know when you're up to when you're down too low that that's really where it counts and i think this is a good start for us i think for us to continue to build on that i think it's huge
4: okay we got son close so last question ryan hey don just could you take us through kind of the seventy fifth anniversary, the lane video that you were buying, mm.
2: how did that all get set up and kinda of what was your experience? Um, first of all I'm 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 just blessed to be a part of that, you know, to be a part of that uh e- elite video or commercial. Uh video commercial we you want to call it, but I think just for me to be a part of that project was, was incredible. Um being on that set, um uh, met Oscar Robertson for the first time, had a conversation with him and just being able to see the greats that you're that you're kinda in the commercial with in that, in that in that project with and involved with, I think is is something that's just You know, kind of going back to Andy's first question. You sit there as a kid, you know, and to be able to say that this is something that's happening. You know, it's it's truly uh, remarkable for me. I'm truly blessed and. And it motivates you. Uh, I think that's one, a lot of these things you, that I'm a part of, and that, that we do as a team, and that myself that I do is just it's it's one of those things where it's like I want to be that. I want to be one of the greats. You know, you see Magic, you see Larry, you see Bill Walton, you see um, Oscar in, in the commercial. Like those are the guys, Kobe as well, I may mean, rest in peace. Like those are the, the the guys you grew up watching or heard about. So now you're you're in that group, and now you got to go out there as myself, go out there, continue to work, and continue to build to become, you know, ultimately one of the greats. That's why we play this game. That's why I play it. But um, I'm just fortunate enough to be in that conversation and continue to build and continue to be the best player I can be.
4: One more from
3: Sarah. Like Eric was saying, we talked to Jordan and Rudy yesterday mm-hmm. and another thing that they said about practices is that it seems like you guys are maybe holding each other accountable mm-hmm. a little bit more, not just the coaches, but like just within the team. Right. Does is that get difficult like you said in the dog days of the season when like you have, do you have to remind yourself like it's not coming from a malicious place? Right. It's like we have to do
2: this yeah, I think, I think so, I think, and everybody's different, you know, um I encourage people to yell at me, i kind of I played for a college coach that yelled a lot so, um to believe me, this believe me you 're not going to hurt my my feelings anymore, so like that's that's for me, but everybody's different, you know, I think and that 's the thing about. Uh, the NBA and just life in general. You can't approach, I can't talk to you maybe the same way I talk to Naya or the same way I talk to you. Everybody's different. It's all about holding each other accountable in the right way. You know, when you think of that, you think of kind of just berating the person in, in front of you and that's what naturally comes to mind for people. It's all about your approach. You know, it's all about how you do it and I think we have a team that has a bunch of good genuine people but also dudes that like want to hold each other accountable and want to do it the right way because we want to win I think that's what you're seeing in these practices as well is because we want we care about each other but we also care about winning and we know the level and we've seen the level that we can get to and we're you know we think we're right now it's at a point where we're we're, we're kind of like look this is where we need to be every day you know and it's it's like I said it's good to say it now you know it's great that we're doing it now but we have to be able to do it Continuously, and there's going to be times where we slip up. You know, no one's perfect this 82 game season. We're going to have let ups, but it's how we respond through those let ups, how we respond through that adversity, and continue to hold each other accountable because in order for us to get to where we want to get to, we have to be able to do that, and not just rely on the coaches to be able to do it for us.
0: There is Donovan Mitchell as the Jazz get ready to play tonight. You'll hear the game right here on the zone. More on that game coming up later in the show. Coming up next. The Cougars after they suffer their first loss of the year to Boise State and now they got a 5 and 1 Baylor team coming up that should be a good test and the coaching staffs know each other well so everybody knows what the other guy's thinking. We'll get to the Cougars next. Stay with us.
5: Ready, ready, ready. It's game week for the Utes, and the Zone Sports Network is getting you ready for kickoff. The Utes return to Rice-Eccles Stadium for a big Pac-12 showdown against Arizona State as the Utes hope to keep their dreams of a Pac-12 title alive. Listen all week for your chance to win tickets to the game, and then catch the Ute pregame show Saturday at 7 with the postgame show immediately following the game. Monday morning to the post-game press conference. Nobody brings you better coverage of youth football. You ready? Yeah! The 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network.
0: Good morning, DJ and PK. It's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. For BYU, they didn't have their edge. They didn't have their mojo. PK was talking about uh, last week how they felt good if they didn't turn the ball over. And they turned the ball over four times. A couple fumbles on offense, a fumble on special teams, then a pick late in the game, although at that point, you know, they are in a pretty desperate situation, down two scores with two minutes to go. But they lost the turnover battle 4 nothing. As much as the four is awful, probably need to force a turnover. Boise State only got two touchdowns, and they got them both off turnovers in very short fields in the second quarter. So, what went wrong? What do they have to fix? Here is BYU wide receiver Puka Nakua.
1: Puka, the game started out pretty well and then it kinda of turned on you guys. What happened? What'd you feel on on the sideline and, and being part of that game as it kinda of turned and, and went in their favor? I think just uh Coach Kalani always talks about the small
3: the small and simple things and uh some that obviously was a big thing was ball security for us. Uh, we, uh, we didn't go out there and handle the ball the way we wanted to. And Boise State on their behalf was able to capitalize on that. But I think it was just the small and simple things, Missing some simple blocks, uh, seeing the right reads. They gave us some just the small and simple things. They, they, sl- they start to add up as the game goes on. And I thought we fought back and played hard and were able to manage the turnovers that we had. But um, when you go when you have four turnovers, it makes it definitely
1: harder to come back. You guys hadn't trailed at all this year. What's the mentality like? How different is it when you are down, you're down two scores, you know, you're trying to, you know, every play is important in that moment. Like, what, what, what's the difference like as a player? Um, I think it's just a matter of bringing our own energy. Obviously, the fans are always engaged when we're winning, and that's how
3: it's been for the most of the season for us. But uh, we need to come out there and be our own spark so the fans have something to be excited about. And I think we were able to do that sometimes, and uh, we, have, and then we'd hurt ourselves with the penalty, or obviously ball security was a thing. And we weren't connecting on all of our plays, but we're, you're never going to have a perfect game. But I thought, I mean, I'm proud of the guys. I love those guys out there in that locker room. So it was a fun, it was not a not a fun one to lose but uh it was a fun one to see everybody fight and we know we had that game Uh, we just didn't play to the best of our abilities tonight
1: what's the message now moving forward because i mean coming off a loss that can be tough to bounce back particularly when you've been playing well and winning games so what what has to happen now uh, I think we're going to go in. Uh, everybody's going to go to church tomorrow,
3: <laughs> relax, get the day off, get some treatment in, but then but we'll be back at it on Monday. We go out to Texas and we'll watch the film, clean up where we need to. Um, we, ha- we had a good game plan going in. We didn't execute the way we wanted to, but uh, I think it's just right after Monday. We got to let this one go. It's, it always sucks to lose, but uh, we, we love and learn it here, so we're going to learn from it and be ready to go back next week. There's BYU's Puka Nakua now. Let's go to the other side of the ball. Here's Ben Bywater.
1: Ben, they were able to have a, a decent amount of success running the ball. What were they doing that was making them being able to recording to get those in yards? progress? Yeah, it was
6: definitely something we were not, I guess, expecting. But Bachmeyer did a great job of of you could tell he had scouted what we were doing, and he was making checks, and so we were then, you know, in the second quarter, third quarter, we were able to, you know make checks according to what he was doing, but they just, they executed in a, in, a, in a good way. I mean, it's hard to beat a team when when you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot with, uh, you know, turnovers and penalties, but you know, hats off to them, right? They, they played a great game and, and we respect them, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited. I think the
1: boys will make a huge jump this week and uh, I'm excited for next week's game. How hard is that? You touched on the the turnovers, but you had a sequence there. I think second quarter where it was a fumble, they score a touchdown, another fumble, they score another touchdown, and then another turnover on downs. I mean, that kind of put the defense in in a tough spot that entire quarter.
6: Yeah. Those are, those are not, you know, situations that you want, right? We're not, we're not planning on turning the ball over. We're not planning on having a kick return, you know, flip the field and have them have the ball um, attacking. So those are things that you, you know, as a football player, you just got to rally back and, and bounce back from. So I feel like, you know, a lot of times in the red zone, we held them to three points and you know, I'm proud of the way that our, uh, our defense fought, but obviously those are not situations you want. And, you know, and we'll, we'll clean it up. I'm, 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 I'm fully c- confident in the boys and uh, I'm proud of the way we fought back.
7: Mitch and then Matt.
6: Yeah, Ben, uh, what was maybe the uh, the message from some of the captains in, in the post-game locker room to,
1: to all the players, to the, the morale of the team?
6: Yeah, there was there was a great positive uh, vibe in the locker room. I mean, it was obviously no one wants to win. It stings. It stings going 5-0 and and then having this loss to Boise State. But Coach Kalani, something that he kind of tells us all is it's the tough guys don't go out there all pouty and, and mad and, and sluggish and you know, not hugging their family, right? Tough guys are the ones that go out, you know, embrace their families. You know, people traveled, people traveled far um, to come visit their uh, team players and, and, and the kids that are out here. So it was just, you know, Kalani was saying, go embrace them. That's what tough people do, right? Get over it and and move on to next week. Ben, was there any element uh, of maybe overlooking this Boise
0: State team who got off to that two and three start?
6: No, there was no overlooking Boise. They're, they're a great team and, and they played hard and they had two, you know, uh, tough losses. So there was no overlooking them. It was just, you know, weather and situations that put us in, in tough spots and they were able to capitalize and we weren't.
7: Jared, go
1: ahead. Ben, the defense has had some of these, given up some of these long drives, but you've always been able to overcome it because you've been able to play from ahead, and that that makes a big difference. How hard is it as a defensive player when you're playing from behind and, you know, feeling like, hey, we got to make some big plays and that urgency just ramps up? How hard is that?
6: Yeah, it's, there's, you feel, you feel the pressure that, hey, we need to go get a stop, right? Especially in the fourth quarter that was kind of our, our whole goal is get a stop. And unfortunately with a penalty, you know, going off sides, we could have had a turnover right there. And then, you know, number two, Shakur, he's a great player. So it's, those are situations. And we you know, obviously this year we haven't played from behind. And so this was the first game. And so that was definitely different, but what coach Kloon kind of emphasized with us was just don't, don't change the scheme, right? Don't change what we're trying to do. Obviously, just be assignment sound. Beat the man across from you. So you don't need to go out there and be the superstar. All you need to do is do your one eleventh and beat the man across from you and, and make a play. There's been Bywater now. Here's head coach Kalani Sataki. I thought we had a, a team and a setup to, to make a comeback, but
8: a lot of credits to Boise State and for Andy Avalos and and that staff. They had their guys ready. You know they weren't they weren't playing with with a with, a, uh, with, a, with they had some starters that were missing in the game and and uh, you know they just stuck with their game plan and, and uh, we made way too many mistakes but I say we made mistakes but they made the plays you know we had uh, I think I think we're just used to overcoming things and. Um, you know, I, I felt like we should try to dominate the line scrimmage. I don't know if we did that well enough, you know, and, and give credit to Boise and the things that they did, adjustments the they did they did, their game plan. And um you know, I, I thought our guys fought back and gave us a chance in the second half and uh, you know, got, dug ourselves a kind of a hole there, but I thought it was something that we could overcome. And um, you know, even towards the end they made that great throw to, to Shakir and we made a great catch and uh, props to them for, for taking you know being aggressive and taking a shot downfield and and basically trying to get the win trying to make it a two score game and um, I, th- I thought they, they did a great job they deserve to win the game and we didn't do enough to to to, to make that come down to the end and then our, put ourselves in a position to, to get a W but uh, we've got to bounce back and have a game next week and ask the guys to overcome this and and learn as much as we can. We stick together, love each other, and, and support each other and, and uh, you know, and see what we can do for next week and then try to learn as much as we can from this game and this, this uh, you know, this loss.
1: Talk about the line play because it seemed like they were able to run the ball more successfully than they have a lot this year and and you guys weren't able to maybe run the ball as, as well as 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 you have.
8: Yeah, I, th- I thought they, they uh, you know, they, they met the challenge for us, to. Uh, they wanted the line of scrimmage and and I thought they did a pretty good job at it, you know, and um, uh, I have to watch the film again, but I thought uh, defensively we gave up too many run yards and I don't know, they have 45 for, for 140. I mean, that's, that's not great, but they, they, they were able to get themselves a position of third downs to get shorter third downs. And, and I thought they possessed the, the ball, and you know we we made too many mistakes overall as a team. And so it's, it's not just uh, defense or offense or special teams; it, it goes all around. So um, you know they, they had a a long return on a kickoff, and so um, you know, we, we just need to improve and get better. And that's that's that that falls on me. I'm the head coach. I, I have to get our guys ready.
7: Norma and then Jay.
3: Coach, I know you guys don't like to really look too far into the future, but what does this loss mean for the rest of the 2021 season?
8: Yeah, it's part of the football. You know, we, we've we uh, won games and lost games and then I'm um, focused on trying to learn as much as we can from this game. And, and um, you know, but we're going to do it with a positive attitude. And, and I believe in, in, in these coaches. I believe in the young men. And uh, we're all going to, uh, you know, rally and, and, and uh, group together and, and try to get better. That's 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 the goal. I I really believe we can play better football as a team, and and uh, that's that's what we're going to try to accomplish in the next week. And uh, we had a tough game going out going out to Texas, and so we have got to be ready for Baylor. And uh, but but we will be ready for them if we can learn and, and do you know take advantage of, of of some of the things that we can learn from in this game and some of the failures that we had.
3: Where do you think it started to go wrong for you guys tonight? Like, was there a certain play, a certain moment or something that you're like, this is where we lost momentum. This is where we just fell apart.
8: I don't think we fell apart. We battled and had a, had a, had a chance to win a game. You know, that, that, that's, uh, we had to overcome mistakes. We had some, um, turnover issues. If you mean, that's what you want to go to first. Uh, it's hard to, to win games when you turn the ball over. And I look at the fourth down stops as turnovers as well. So uh, we had a couple of those. And, you know, those, those opportunities that we had in the red zone, um, you have to take advantage of that if you're looking on it from the offensive point of view, from defense. Uh, we felt like they were on the field too long. From my my perspective, I feel like they were on the field too long. And, you and uh, you know, we were trying to own the run a little bit more. I mean, it could have been a lot better than what we did. And um, I think if you're looking at points in the second half, I like the way the defense came back. And uh, I believe they scored six points in the second half. And so that should give us a chance to win. Um, difficult. You have to give them credit though for what they did against our our offense. Our offense had tons of yards, but you gotta have points. That's gonna be the key. And defensively they for us they have some big plays and um, you know, we we had some penalties that were costly and just got to play better. And that's, we're going we're to improve and get better and, and make sure that we're ready for next week.
3: Jay, and then
1: Mitch. Connie, you mentioned the fourth down stops, the one where you opted not to go the field goal, the, the one right before halftime that basically gave them field position that they turned into a field goal. Do you wish you could take those back? Or are you just one of those things where hindsight is twenty twenty? Yeah,
8: I mean, we felt good about what the defense was doing and, um, you know, in the second half and felt like we needed two touchdowns, you know, and and, uh, we were so close and and felt like we've had some success with fourth downs and being aggressive and trying to get the score. Uh, Yeah, if you're looking at hindsight, I mean, that's... I wish we could do that in life and just go back and get redos, you know, but uh, in, in, in the moment when we're looking at uh, analytics and our feelings and our gut feeling and, and our preparation, our matchups, we felt, we felt those were the right decisions to make. And that's, that's my, that's on me as, as a head coach. I make those decisions and I live with it. You know, when it's fourth and 10 or whatever it was, we went for it. And uh, you know, it would have been good, but I mean, that's the, the turnovers cost us. And the mistakes cost us. I mean, that's, we weren't error free and in, in, in really any, any part. It's like, that's, and we had some uncharacteristic uh, penalties from some veteran players and stuff, so that that's – we just have to be ready to play. And, and um, when guys are missing um, games and they come back from, from injury, we got to make sure they're ready to go. But uh, I, I give a lot of credit to Boise. They, they're ready to play. And, and I can't sit there and say that the mistakes were all our fault. We we just – you know, that's uncharacteristic of what we do as a team. So – and that's in all three phases. <laughs>
1: Lonnie, uh, the, the offense had some struggles on, on first down, it seemed like, uh, today. What was Boise State doing that, that caused you guys to maybe have some difficulties on those, on those first down play calls?
8: Mm, I mean, it's hard to answer. All, sum it all up in one answer other than, you know, we probably didn't execute well enough. You know, we, we felt like we had uh, a good sense of, of the run game and even the play-action pass game. I, we should win more in first down, so I, I don't know exactly what answer you're looking for. I, I think I know what you're saying, but that's just, that's one of many things that we need to correct. And that's, I'm not used to, to not making more yards and gaining more yards on first down and we've got to find a way to do it.
1: How did you feel about uh, Jaron's play? Uh, he, he pretty much st- stayed upright the, the entire game, the offensive line game time didn't take many hits until late. Uh, how did you feel about his, his overall play today?
8: I have to watch the film a little bit more and see, you know, the, the decision-making and where he went with the ball. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at his um, passing and, you know, it's hard to hard to judge it all on that. I, I think uh, he was upright, but we'll have to see if, if you know, what, what we could have done differently as coaches to put him in better position to make plays.
7: Jared, go ahead.
1: Funny, you hadn't been behind in any game this year you weren't behind very often last year what does it take for for guys to be able to you know kind of not get carried away I thought there were a couple of moments where maybe guys were trying to to press a little bit because you were trailing and, and maybe trying to deal with that what has to happen to, for the for the guys to be be able to handle that pressure and and you know that adrenaline
8: yeah I mean that's that's uh, hard hard thing to, to overcome, but the, you know, the guys, I thought they answered back. I mean, we made some mistakes, but we're, we're in pretty good position. It's to me, it's like the guys are, are, are reaching and not doing their part. That's, uh, you know, you can only do your one eleven. We, we always focused on trying to do that. And, and I mean, I'd have to watch the film a little bit more, but we, we, we had our moments, we had our chances and our opportunities, uh, credit the boys to stay for making more plays than us. I mean, that's what it came down to, you know, they they, they made the plays we didn't and they executed a lot better than we did. And um, whether the guys are reaching or trying too much, that's, I think that's, that's, that's human, you know, but uh, trying to be more disciplined to do your job is, is, is what we've been focused on. We've been, we've been preaching that as part of what we do as a team is to trust each other and probably have to watch a little bit more of the film to see if, if, we're reaching in blocks or reaching and trying to, you know, trying to make the play instead of so doing your assignment on defense and offensively, we are doing the right thing with our blocks, we're running the right routes. That's that's something that probably that you evaluate. But yeah, that that, when that all that stuff adds up, then you're probably not executing well enough and that and that it's when one or two guys break down and not doing their one eleventh.
1: You guys had also been very good at Ball security It only had the two turnovers and today obviously you know that kind of went south had some bounces that didn't go your way with some of the fumbles Um, anything you attribute that to was it just you know one of those games
8: yeah the, the nobody feels worse than those running backs right now so we emphasize it and we explain to these guys how important ball security is it's something that we've always we're always preaching and it's something that I can never get enough of as a coach. I'll never tell a player that your ball security is too good. So it's something that we can always improve and always get better. I like their effort and I like them trying to to make plays but uh, not at the risk of of losing the ball and and mistakes happen. Uh, It just seems like we made way too many today to you know to battle back from and so uh, even with all those mistakes that were made whether it's not converting on fourth down or, or the fumbles or the interception. I, I felt like the guys still battled and played hard, and they, they give us their, their effort every time. And just need to be a little bit more focused and a little bit uh, execute a little bit more efficiently.
0: There's Kalani Sitake and his Cougars on their loss to Boise State. A couple of five and one teams now. BYU at Baylor next week, big game for the Utes. They won a big game at USC, and you will hear from Kyle Woodingham and the U players next. Stay
5: with us. It's game week for the Cougars! When I break down, down, down. And the Zone Sports Network is getting you ready for kickoff. It
0: ain't over
5: till it's over. It's a trip to the Lone Star State for the Cougars as BYU heads to wake up for a massive showdown against Baylor as the Cougars look to knock off a future Big 12 opponent. Catch the Cougar pregame show Saturday at 1230 with the postgame show immediately following the game. From Monday morning to the postgame press conference, nobody brings you better coverage of Cougar football. The 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network.
0: Good morning. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It's time to hear from the Utes after they win at the Coliseum for the first time ever. 0-5 in Pac-12 play, 0-8 all-time. Last time they won, it was 1916. The Coliseum was... uh, Five years away from starting construction. They played in Exhibition Park. I don't know what the deal was. That was 105 years ago, as Kyle Whittingham is about to reference. Uh, but first, let's hear from the players. Most interesting, uh, Cam Rising on the fact that, that flea, flick, flea flicker right before the half, which was a game changing touchdown, uh, that was just him messing up. So, Cam and Kyle will talk about that. Let's start with the players.
3: Guys, what is that?
4: Was super special. Um, I feel like the guys played with a lot of passion, you know, with the recent events that took that took place, and um, it was just good to get a victory, man. It, it was special to us, and I'm just glad that we came out of here, you know, victorious.
1: Cam, go
4: through the and just what you're seeing
7: on that play on Portland It was actually the wrong wristband. Uh, I just heard, I heard one call, and I called that because. I was like, wow, this is, this is a great play to call. I didn't know that they were calling it. And then they called the timeout, and they wanted to stick with it right after they called it. So just, that's, what, that's how we got to that. What was the call supposed to be? It was supposed to be a run, and I, I, won, I won with that. <laughs> <laughs> Glad he did. Davion, you obviously had a big night nice comeback from some of the
3: struggles early on. What they mean to you to get the win, but also
4: just to kind of get that experience. <laughs> energy was just crazy, and I just felt the vibe for the guys, and uh, they uh, they uplifted me, and just kept rolling, so it was pretty good job. there. And Mark, you, Mark, you guys ended up holding Drake Jackson, basically in, in that second half, he went, he went off, and a lot of
6: it was screen action. You guys, what, what were some of the adjustments you guys made in that second half to be able to limit him a little bit?
4: Um, I feel like we just, you know, played things more straight up. We, uh, you know, before we were playing things in front of us and kind of just seeing what they would try to do, and we kind of played things more straight up, played a little bit more man, um, and that was good, you know, because we, we were getting pressure. You know, these guys, Mika and all the guys, were getting after them, making him get it out, and so you know, you guys seen the result and the outcome. Yeah, you know, obviously the last
3: time you played them, we kind of lost. The season, what was
7: it like to be able to have a complete game against USC? Do I need the mic? Do I need them? Yes, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's always it's always a good feeling, especially when you come to a to a school in this area, just being from this area, and they didn't really recruit me especially, so it's always a special one to get that, especially after I think it's like nineteen sixteen was the last win here. It's it's pretty amazing. For any right, you guys, just what have the last couple of weeks of been like
6: did it feel like a game once it started or were you guys still A lot of like ups and downs
2: you know with the emotions but I feel like we were able to come together as a team and you know really lean on each other so that that really helped and you know saw the results tonight of that. We get to kinda of go on that. You
6: were you were able to get in get into their backfield to get you know three a habit first first lowest. What what were you seeing uh so or you are able to really take take advantage of that. Um I was just reading my keys, you know um I, I
2: they're tipping their hat sometimes. and We tell his pass a run, and so you know we just took advantage of that. So.
6: What, what does this uh, win mean for you guys moving forward now if you guys really get into the thick of Pac-12 uh, play? <laughs> it puts us in a great situation,
7: pretty much. Just just knowing that that we're we're ahead in the South right now, and just just got to make sure that we play each and every game like. Like it's a championship game because that's pretty much what it is at this point. Just stay, stay with, the, stay with what we're doing. The focus is always one zero, so you know. You know I say take one game at a time. What was it like to finish the game without any turnover? It's always a great feeling. Um, that that's, that's a big part of the reason why we won. I mean, last last week it was terrible with all those fumbles. Um, just just to accomplish that is always a great thing. It's one of our goals as an offense and as a team every week. Yeah, we're happy about that for sure. Cam, it seemed like the past game finally clicked tonight. Like, how how fun was that? How how rewarding was that to have that kind of production in the past game? Oh, it's always it's always fun when you're when you're able to spread the ball around and make sure everybody's getting in, included, getting touches, and just making sure that we're just having fun out there, just playing football and doing what we do, what we're supposed to do. It was fun to see on defense too, you
5: know.
7: <laughs> how do you guys um? um how do you guys deal with the emotions of now, you know, from traveling to Texas on Monday and then coming back and having to circle back and get
4: ready for another game? For any of you guys, um, I think we just you know, like Mika said, play it day by day. Um, use this to make us stronger as a team, I feel like that's what uh, got us this win, you know, today. We all, you know, we said in the beginning of the week when the things happen, it's either going to, you know, divide us or it's going to bring us closer together as a family. We're choosing, to, we're, we're choosing to let this bring us closer. So that's, you know, the same, I feel like, uh, perspective that we're going to kind of take, you know, when we travel down to Texas and then we get back into the play of things. What do you think
3: has been a difference in the way the offense is?
4: play, especially offensive line, whatever it has been. What, what has the difference been in the last few years? Uh, uh, the difference i say is, like, basically, like, uh since, like, why we all just been, like I said, we all just been coming together. We all, you know, we all transfer. So like we all, getting, we all learning how to play with each other. And uh, online, they just doing their thing, they moving. And we all know our time, but we all doing our job, and I feel like that better, uh,
0: big role for us All right, there the U players. Now here's Kyle Whittingham on his team's ability to bounce back emotionally after yet another tragedy and death on the team. And uh, and Aaron Lowe's mom playing a role in that, apparently, as you will hear from Kyle. And also he talks about the flea flicker that wasn't. But, hey, once they realized the mistake had been made, it, it actually sounded like a good idea. Here's Kyle. Uh,
9: extremely proud of our football team. Um, players play with a great competitive spirit tonight, uh, passion, energy, uh, you name it, we had it. great job by our assistant coaches uh, with the game planning and getting things set, but again the players are the ones that execute it and deserve all the credit. Um, it's been a long time since we won here, long time, and it's over 100 years and so it's, uh, it's a great feeling to come out of here with a win. Um, puts us uh, in good position in the conference still. you know, We're just barely getting started, but we're still in, in good shape right now. Uh, I thought we were very balanced tonight. That was probably one of the biggest keys to the win, is being able to run the football and throw it effectively. We had uh, over 300 yards passing and uh, about 180 rushing. Uh, somewhere in that neighborhood, and so it was a very balanced attack. Defense gave up a few, too many yards in the throw game. They had over 400 yards. They got some terrific receivers, uh, terrific terrific quarterback, so they're going to get their yards, but it's too much. We've got to put better better pass defense than that. Special teams was solid, Uh, no field goal attempts. Uh, We had Jordan Noyes uh, kicking tonight. He won the job over the break, and so he'll be our kicker going forward. Uh, for now. Um, Cam had an outstanding night. I think it was close to 80% completion percentage and uh, 11 yard, nearly 11 yards per attempt, which is outstanding. So quarterback play was great. Offensive line played much better. They played what we... Uh, they They're a good group, and they played uh, up to their potential tonight. It was great to see that happen. Uh, probably could have got a little more pressure on the quarterback. You know, when you drop back and throw it as many times as they did, we got to be a little more disruptive in our pass rush. We got stuck in the line of scrimmage too often, but but overall, uh, a very nice win. And again, credit to our players for their preparation, overcoming adversity. Um, We've had a lot on our plate, obviously, the last couple of weeks, and um, we still have a funeral that we uh, may be attending on Monday over in Texas, and uh, trying to get some closure on on, uh, on our loss, but. Um, Proud of the guys. That's the bottom line. I'm so proud of them and how uh, they hung in there and just uh, played with such passion and, and such inspired football. So questions. Kyle, when did you know your
6: guys were emotionally ready? Was it today? Well, or during the last couple
9: of weeks, or, or when? I had a, I had a feeling you know, through the week of practice this week. Last week we had a bye. We had some practices and it was very low key, and and you could tell that uh, we were. Struggling, but when they got back on the field this week, and after hearing, uh, you know, Aaron Lowe's mom came and talked to the team last week and and uh, said, Hey, you guys got to carry on. You got you got work to do, you got a season to play. And so this week's practices were very good. I uh, had an inclination going into the game that uh, they'd play well, and they exceeded even what I was expecting. About, uh, yeah. Thanks, for right, coming. Thanks for coming, us. Good luck. Thank you. Good luck. Yeah, we uh, we uh, we gonna get the first and then clock it, and maybe try to get a field goal on the next play. There was like 15 seconds left, so he lined up, and uh, we noticed he was in the wrong you know, the formation. What we called, and uh, then they called the timeout, and uh, I said, well, you know, "What's going on? What what was the?" Uh, communication What was there? I said, well, he caught the flea flipper I said, "Great call. Let's go with it." I talked to Andy about it. I said, "How do you feel?" Honey? And he said, "Let's go with it. Go with it." So, uh, and that was a huge momentum play. Getting that momentum coming in at halftime was gigantic. And uh, wish we could take credit for that play, but it's Rising uh, misreading the, the wristband and then us finding out about it and then sticking with it because uh, it was uh, seemed like the right thing to do. What does it mean to have him in there? I mean, he seems like he leaves that room. He's have got the command of that offense. He is an alpha dog. He's, he's a leader in every sense of the word. He does command the room. He's, he's, the, he's the leader of the offense uh, between him and Britt Covey. Those are our two captains elected uh, on offense by, by their peers. And he is exactly what you want in the quarterback when you talk about the it factor and uh, the field general that you, that you want leading your troops.
4: Coach, I asked how, how fun and, and rewarding it is to see the passing
3: game kind of get get some juice and get some productivity, and Beacon chimed in that, yeah, it was a lot of fun for, for just the team in general. How, how I guess rewarding
9: is it to see those big pass plays and, and get the production of the passing Well, very rewarding because it's tough to put drives together—12, 13, 14 play drives, five yards at a time. You need some chunk plays, and typically your chunk plays come on, uh, through the air. And so that uh, was great to see tonight. And our tight ends are so talented tight ends that uh, really create mismatches for the offense. And then Devon Bailey. I thought Devon played really well tonight. Uh, Theo Howard had a nice catch on the deep ball. Coby contributed. Uh, so there was a lot of money parts, touchdown reception. So it was very rewarding and very needed. We need to do that going forward. You know, we've got to be able to throw the ball with uh, a certain amount of proficiency and, and uh It was exactly what we need to have happen. Kyle, you you guys elected to go with Tavion Thomas in that second half. What kind of led to that choice? Well, Tavion's a talent. We all know that. He's uh, had a little bit of a struggle with ball security earlier in the season. He's worked hard on it, uh, throughout the bye week and this past practice week uh, extensively. uh, Put him in there. His ball security was great. It seemed to be loose with the football, so we kept feeding it to him. uh, ended up with over 100 yards. And we want to hopefully, hopefully he's got some traction now. we can, uh, you know, he can pick up where he left off uh, next week. you uh, guys I mean, the ocean of traveling to Texas on Monday and then having to come back and prepare for? Yeah, another challenge. You know, going to the funeral, but uh, we're not going to miss that. I mean there's no, you know, we're. we're it's something that uh, we will do, and we'll, we'll handle. It. We, do, we have to. So that. You're, you're coming off a game where you had a ton of mistakes, and then you have a bye week,
3: and you have a tragedy. How how are you able to improve that and have a relatively,
9: you know, clean night? A ton of credit to the players, the upper class, and the leadership of the football team did a great job um, leading and, and making sure that uh, they, they set the bar and and uh, we had a lot of communication on the team and the uh, players have had, all, have had a lot of input on how we've handled the past couple weeks and behind um, right, to them, I think they've had as good as they possibly could be. Coach, I know you gave up a lot of passing yards yeah.
3: uh, but, but Drake London is is a really supremely talented player and it seemed like Clark Phillips kind of embraced the challenge of going up 1-1 against them. I'm curious to get your thoughts
9: on yeah, you know, they were a little bit too soft in the secondary. We gave up a few too many yards, uh, a, lot, a lot too many yards, but, but we seemed to keep things in front of us. You know, it wasn't, uh, you know, a ton of big plays. It was just, you know, chunk plays up the field, but nothing that was over the top of us uh, maybe one or two times. But, but uh, you know, Clark's just a, still a, a true freshman, and that break London kid I think is maybe the best receiver in the country, so it was a big challenge. Uh, Clark drew that coverage most of the night with no help. You know, we didn't do anything really special other than, say, you know, Clark would match up with him and, and uh, Drake still had a heck of a game. But, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, we did enough other good things to uh, counteract. Oh, so to kind of piggyback on that, London didn't have a really big second half. He, he, had, he had a lot of yards in that first half, a lot of catches. What
6: were some of the adjustments
9: you guys made in that second half? Well, nothing schematically that was earth shattering and we just uh, told the safeties to shoot a little bit more and lean a little bit more in certain situations and let you I think he was 11 for about 110 in the first half and then uh, six or seven catches for 60 yards in the second half. So we did do a better job in the second half. I think our offense uh, did a better job. I haven't looked at the time of possession, but I think we possessed the ball a little more in the second half on our offense, which gave him less opportunities. Any more
0: questions? Final question,
9: guys so joyful you know having fun in this moment of yeah it's a breath of fresh air you know after what we've been through um, to see their just sheer uh, enjoyment and we that's, that's the best way to describe it and and uh, you know they they obviously uh, had Ty and Aaron I mean, that's going to be a constant the rest of the season. We'll get the, the shirts made and just keeping their memory alive. But, but to see them have the success they had tonight was great. But I think this team needed that. I know it did.
0: There is Kyle Whittingham. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, what is trending? All the headlines. Stay with us.